Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Luke Hatfield. You join me for a very special episode of the Baggies broadcast. No Joe Massey today, just myself, but I tell you what, you're going to be loving it. It is a look back at some of the best bits of this year's Albion podcast. So, with no further ado, you're just going to be hearing a bunch of clips. You're going to get me in between, just discussing, just previewing what's to come. Um, but these are some of the favourite bits, which me, uh, Joe and Nathan have picked out um, as some of our favourites. Hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy them. And with no further ado, our first clip. Uh, first up, um, a memorable segment featuring none other than guest presenter Nathan Tudor. Um, during an extended trip to Thailand for myself, Nathan and Joe took full advantage of my absence from the podcast to spend a little bit of time sharing nothing but ill-informed lies. I am not playing mind games. I am talking about facts. Did you hear that? Rafa Benitez saying he's talking about facts. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Shall we listen first to what Nathan Judah said? Are you going to play it? Yeah, I've got it all here. Is this one of those things you're going to insert into the podcast so I don't have to listen to it, or do I have to listen well, to it? Well, I'm going to I'm going to insert it in so it's going to sound better, but we we probably probably should listen to it ourselves. Okay, all right. Then. He's baggy through and through. He's, he's just so West Bromwich Albion, isn't he? I've given him the option before. Um, Luke works on digital um, alongside me. I've been meaning to get this story in, and I keep forgetting to do it. So I'm glad I'm you're going to do it. I know what story you're going to tell. I know. Oh, maybe not. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I've given him the option many times. Um, Obviously, I cover Wolves, the majority of Wolves, and if, if Albion or Walsall or Shrews, it's oh, falling between, then I can do them as well. Um, but as a Villa fan, and Villa in the Premier League, he was, you know, he's obviously should be excited. He should be, you know, oh, brilliant. We get to cover them this year, which we do. So every week, I give him the option of covering Aston Villa or West Brom. 14 times there's been a game this season where Albion and West Brom have been playing. Uh, Albion 14. and 14. Albion and, Aston- Al- Albion and Aston Villa have been playing at the same time. I've said, Luke, you know, we cover them. Um, which game do you want to do? I'm pausing it. I'm going to come in first because that is true. That is not a lie. That is true. It and is also, a lie. No, it's not a lie, Luke, because I can remember coming over to you one day and you were saying to me, I can't remember what it was. It was Villa. I'll tell you what it was. It was Villa in the Carling. That's what it was. It was Villa in the, in the bloody League Cup semi final and you weren't down for it. And you said you'd rather go to Albion than go to that League Cup semi-final. Incorrect. No, it's not incorrect. That is factually correct. That is what you said. I covered both semi-final yeah, leagues. But that, but that wasn't the case at the start of the week. You did cover both. But at the start of the week, you were only down to do Albion, I think. And this... you said you were pleased about that. You didn't want to go to the League Cup semi-final. You That's... wanted to do Albion. Let me clarify this. So Nathan Judas said want, every mate. week after the opportunity of covering Villa or West Brom. And I choose Albion 14 times, he says. I'll admit I prefer covering Albion, yeah. but for this reason, when I'm covering the Villa, I find it so hard to maintain an unbiased opinion. I've been in trouble with it before. You get in trouble at the Albion, you're dancing around when they score goals, you sing the songs for me, you sing what? the Slavon Village song. <laughs> this is a lie. It's not a lie. <laughs> me and you sit there and we sing along with the crowd to the Slavon Village song. We do not. We do. What are you talking about? You don't even know you're doing it. We do do it. Either way. There's a reason that I cover Albion more than Villa. What I want is, what I want you to, I want any, I've said this, I think I said this last week, I want any Albion fan to write in now and tell me that if their team was in the Carling, League One, why do I keep saying Carling Cup fine? League I said Cup, Carling Cup earlier, to be fair. League Cup, semi-final, you would ever say, oh, do you know what, I don't fancy that, I'm going to go I'm gonna go, go to another game. 
That's what you said, mate. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did say... You had the choice. You said you would rather cover Albion than go to the Villa League Cup semi-final. That is what you said. But I just explained why. Yes, you did explain... that. If you think that's a, a good enough reason, you're mental. You are actually mental. You turned down the chance to see your team in a League Cup semi-final. I know you got there in the end. I know you got there in the end. But that wasn't the case. And you had turned down the chance to see your team in a League Cup semi-final. Do you really want to carry on with your facts when I've absolutely obliterated you on the first one? I mean... You haven't obliterated me, but we're carrying on. I think everyone will agree I've obliterated you. We're carrying on. 14 times <laughs> he has chosen West Brom. So rather than going to his boyhood club, in, in inverted commas, the, the, the club that he loves and adores, he sacked them off. He gets to get paid to go and watch the team that he loves, but he'd rather go to the baggies. For me, that says absolutely everything. Well, I want to know if there's any Albion listeners who would ever choose that. In- you got the option... To go to out, work at Albion or yeah. work at Villa, yeah. why would you ever choose Villa? It's, I mean, if you're an Albion fan, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't, would you? No, no. No. And they're playing Premier League football as well compared to Championship, which is fine. But for the glamour, and you say he likes the glamour, no, I want to be in the Championship. I want to, I, I'm with these boys. I'm with Massey. I'm with the baggies. I'm here. I'm here for the... I mean, I so think, into it. I think, I think when they go up, he'll start tearing up. I think it'll be an emotional day for him to be there. <laughs> it will be emotional. I'll, yeah. I'll be happy for Albion. I won't tear up. Another point. You announced on Twitter you're coming back from holiday. Yeah? Yeah. You've put Bangkok, tick. Koa Samui. Koa Samui, yeah. Tick. Koa Teo. Koa Tao, yeah. Whatever. Tick. Not had a bad winter break, I do say myself. Onto the Hawthorns next weekend. And Wembley. And Wembley. <laughs> I'm Wembley. But onto. You couldn't even not talk about Albion. When you're coming back from your holiday, you couldn't even wait to tell people you were looking forward to going to the Hawthorns. You're in Thailand, you're in Thailand, you've had a lovely two weeks off, and on your tweet return, you're telling people you're going to be back at the Hawthorns. Because it's in chronological order, man. You don't have to mention it at all. You don't have to say anything. You could just have a great, great holiday. Bangkok, amazing. But no, no, in your tweet, you had to mention the Hawthorns. I've got to let people know I'm back working. No, you just cannot stop talking about it. We're carrying on. I don't want people... I genuinely want people... This is the beauty of Luke being away. Because mm. I worry sometimes that when people listen to the podcast, they actually believe what's coming out of his... They don't see his facial reactions. Mm. Yeah. When he's trying to give it the big end, saying, oh, no, I'm still Villa, I'm still yeah. Villa. We see him day in, day out. One million percent, yeah. But he loves it. He, he, he loves he loves that, that angle that we're going at. But really, he's absolutely 1,000% bought in. What? There's not even a question. It's not, not a question. There's not even a question. It's not a question. There's not even a question. It just frustrates me that he won't follow the Callum Robinson path and just embrace it. He's oh. got to embrace it. He's just got suck to embrace it, up. it. Just, just go on camera one day. Quick piece to camera. Go in the studio. I used to be an Aston Villa fan. <laughs> I'm not now. I'm Luke Hatfield. I love the bag. I'm a bag. I'm a, yeah, yeah. I'm a boing boing, and this starts just bouncing up and down. Yeah, he needs to do it. So I've written, I've written a few things down from um, for, for Luke Hatfield about why he loves the baggies because. So, so I'll ask you. So Luke okay. Hatfield loves the baggies because because I've seen him jump up more than one occasion in the press box when Albion have scored. Now you've got to stay neutral in the press box. Yeah, he's right. I've seen that. Dude has never been at a game with me. He's never seen me. I sent him video evidence. When? What do you mean? I just, it's, a, it's a running joke in the office, Luke, about how much you have turned and how much you love the baggies but won't admit it. So when you jump up and down in the press box, I send little videos to Nathan and go, look at Luke, Luke Hatfield again. He's shown absolutely no professionalism. He's lost his head and he's going running around singing Mateus Pereira songs. These lies are not going to get you anywhere, Joe Massey. I've seen him jump up more than one occasion. That's, for me, really poetic, but you can just tell when he's up there, cl- fist, fist clenched, 
It's just astonishing. He loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Luke Hatfield loves the baggies because... Because his screensaver, and I promise you that this is 1,000% true, his screensaver on his computer that he's left behind is Hal Robson Carno. It's not. It is. It's not. Nathan Judah would not ever say, don't you dare accuse Nathan Judah of saying something because 1,000% true. It's a lie, man. He would never say something as 1,000% true and not be and what? not be true. You know me. If it was going to be any Albion player, which it isn't, who would it be? It would be Mateus Pereira. Why would it be Hal Robson Connor? He's your favourite player, not mine. <laughs> Is that actually true? One hundred. Go, go and see. Go and see in a minute. It's unbelievable. That can't actually be true. Yeah, mate, go and see it. It's Is astonishing. I can't wait to go and see it. About, about three weeks. He's had that for about three weeks. He's had that for three weeks. So he loves number Carl two, more than me. Yeah, exactly. So Luke Hatfield loves the baggies because because he only writes now in blue ink in Biro. <laughs> he doesn't write in black, red. Oh, if there was a, if there was a gold, no, he'd snap it in half. Only writes in blue ink. Loves the baggies. Loves the baggies because loves the baggies because um, with his dinner, and he brings his dinner lovely packed. I'm sure there's a big food thing going on in this podcast, and when I've listened to it. Uh, brings his chicken in every day, but he also brings in, and people used to enjoy this thing back in the day, Luke's just turned 30, still has them, the potato alphabets, you know? Do you remember <laughs> the potato alphabets? But Luke uh, gets these alphabets, or gets his missus to buy the alphabets, and he'll only eat W, B, and A letters. There you go. W, B, and A letters. Incredible. He loves the baggies. He loves the baggies. Have you got one more? Yeah, I've got two more, actually. Oh, why does Luke Hatfield love the baggies? Um, I wrote one. <laughs> he loves the baggies um, because uh, this Saturday that's just gone by, um, him and his his, his fiancée, oh, it's not fiancée, it's girlfriend, but probably fiancée soon. Yeah, he's he yeah. Ten it. years, what's he doing, man? Again, this is probably being covered. Anyway, his <laughs> lovely, lovely girlfriend book, booked a temple tour, um, which is beautiful in, uh, in, in Thailand, to go around and... Um, they had, I think it was £25 a ticket, individual tour, privately owned. Um, I think it was a six-hour tour, six or seven-hour tour, but fantastic. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He sacked it off, took her to a go-go bar in Bangkok so he could watch, because <laughs> they was playing Baggies Forest to watch the last 60 minutes of the Forest game. He loves the Baggies. He loves the Baggies. loves the Baggies. Last one. Last one. Luke Hatfield. He loves the Baggies. He loves the Baggies because yes. he's already listened to this podcast. <laughs> He's already listened to it. Haven't put it out yet. He's already listened to this podcast. I'll just, you know what? I'll just address them. Okay, you address them. I'll address them. Facts. Yeah. It's quite rapid in ears. Um, Only writing blue ink. Look at my notes, mate. Navy blue. They're black. (laughs) Can't believe this. Potato alphabet letters. I mean, come on. I've never even heard of them. I've never seen you eat potato alphabet. I'll give you that one. I've never seen you eat potato alphabet letters. Um, but I wouldn't surprise me. According to Nathan Judah, I sacked off a temple tour to watch Albion versus Forest. But you did watch the Albion game while you were in Thailand. I caught the second half. But you watched it. You're on holiday in Thailand and you decided to catch the second half of an Albion game. It was the evening. I I was free. There was a bar. There was a TV on. I also watched the Villa game, which was grim, by the way. But you watched the Albion game on holiday. Watched second half. But um, good for you, mate. I'm glad you flew all that way to watch Albion. And I listened to the podcast before it came out. That's impossible, but I did listen to it. Yeah. I was, I was sitting on You a, did text us while we were recording the podcast. Yeah, I tweeted saying I can't wait to listen to it. And you text. And you text Judah during the podcast. Did I? Yeah. 
we, us, you tweeted and text about the podcast while the podcast was being recorded. He asked, you know why? No, I don't, it doesn't matter, mate. I don't, I don't, you, it was out of the blue. It wasn't, do you know why? No, you he made me him. work. He made me work from Thailand. He didn't have access to the Albion podcast Twitter account. So he sent me a tweet to tweet. Yeah, but you texted him saying, I can't wait to listen to it. And not only, but at the same time, you were still tweeting saying, you can't wait to listen to it. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. I missed you. That's why. Was it me you missed? So we've got those uh, claims out of the way now, haven't we? Uh, There we go. All those lies dealt with. Uh, Next up, we all love a bit of grub on the pod. Uh, It's safe to say that. But there was an age-old question answered this season uh, on one special episode. And that was, can you get a McDonald's delivered to the Hawthorns at Gone Midnight? In a special crossover episode featuring none other than Birmingham Live's Joe Chapman, we only went and found out, didn't we? I've got a McDonald's update. Oh, right. It's time to meet Hydar at the door. Buzzing. There's no way he's, he's found the right door. Who's going? Now, that is the mother of all questions. Oh, stuff it, I'll go. Oh, Joe Massey's going. Do you want to take the phone? Yeah. Take the phone, probably best. Make sure you leave the door open, don't get locked out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's a good lad, any he, At least he's got the phone, then if he is going to get locked out, at least he can contact us. That would yeah. add another particularly interesting angle to this already interesting podcast. It's <laughs> new word. Oh, they can't get any better. Here we go. Being interrupted he's, by he's a man come. with two big paper two bags. Two massive it's McDonald's podcast. Ah, oh, dear. Take your breath back and then... <laughs> they didn't park. They didn't come to our door. So I had to... Got three messages from the courier. How do I get inside? I've arrived. <laughs> I burst out the Hawthorns, a police car drove straight past. I was like, well, what must they think I'm doing? They're taking all the Stoke fans back in a, in a, in a single uh, police car. And then... God, if you... You need to you, do some cardio, you oh, do. Oh, I'm so unfair. You pour over uh, two humongous bags of McDonald's. I've got two kids, <laughs> mate. I don't do anything. Go on, mate. You're just in time for under the massive microscope, by the way. I can't believe... You two just been carrying on. We just carried on without you, mate. Don't worry. Tactical analysis. My, it's my Wait. bloody podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote for the ages. It's you've my let, bloody podcast. You've let your rivals muscle in, now. Some old news, isn't it? I say in this game. All right, so we've got our McDonald's. Turns out you can get food delivered to the Hawthorns at right. gone midnight. From food to football now, and with my supposed love of Albion under Massey's microscope again. Uh, he takes another shot at my working habits uh, here, but not before I explain the lengths that I will go to record an episode of the podcast. I had a week off last week just to sort of prepare for the baby, yeah, uh, just to do jobs. So it was nice. It was good. It was good. Just got a lot done. But uh, have you got yeah. your name yet? We have got a name. Yeah. Are you open to suggestions? Am I open to suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Luke Mateus Grady Massey. <laughs> uh, Mateus, if it was a, if it was a boy, then Mateus would be a great name, wouldn't it? It would be. But good. you think Luke? You, you think you think Luke deserves higher recognition than Mateus? Maybe. I mean, I'll take it as a middle name. Take it as a middle name. If anyone else has got any suggestions, by the way, for Baby Massey number two, <laughs> um, because this guy's basically out like rabbits, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, then feel free to suggest them. I'm open to suggestions. Hang on a second. Hang on, you keep talking because you're coming out of comments like that. What? The, I, I, it's going to take me a while to find this now on my phone. What the hell did you come out with yesterday on Twitter? 
Oh yeah, I said what? I said someone. The- someone messaged saying, "Is there going to be a podcast this week? I'm desperate to hear from you." I replied saying, "100% going to be one this week." In in fact, I sit in on the birth of baby Even Massey if you number have to two. Sit in on the birth of my child. <laughs> We're recording a podcast, mate. I'll go above and beyond to record this podcast. It sounded horrific on so many levels that tweet. It was so badly <laughs> that, worded. That it was would, untrue. That'd be a grim podcast to listen to. Imagine that. Sitting on the birth of my child. <laughs> I showed it to my wife. We just looked at each other. I was like, what do I reply? My wife was like, just don't reply. And I was like, he's an odd boy. He's an odd boy. What, you wouldn't mind sitting at the microphone in, in the delivery room? That's how much you love the baggies and how much you love this podcast. That's how much you'd I love be, you. You'd be willing to come into, into a room where my wife is giving birth. I figure, record. I figure in two weeks' time, I'm going to be the fourth most important person in your life. <laughs> or fifth. 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 Top five. Top five. Right, so, so number one is probably you, Mrs. Uh, the two kids, your <coughs> mum... And then me. You're, and you're going to do whatever you can to stay in that top five, aren't you? I think Hal Robson Carney might kick me out. I do love him. <laughs> should um, we just talk about actually yesterday? Because we, we've got a lot. I want to get into the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, your love of Albion is obviously naturally going to come up at some point. No, it won't. So can I just... I, I, haven't, read, I haven't read it yet, I've got to say this, but I was off yesterday. Um, and then you messaged me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So... Yesterday you worked, didn't you? Just if you, if you could just answer my questions as if I'm I'm like a, a lawyer asking you questions. Yes, I was at work, Your Honour. You were at work yesterday, Your Honour. Thank you. And also yesterday you felt like you had a little bit of free time, didn't you? Mondays are quiet, yeah. A quiet day. So yeah, yeah. can I just can I just clarify that the Express and Star, the, the football teams it covers are, are, are Wolves, Albion, Aston Villa, and, and Walsall. Is that right? Yeah. They're the four teams, and as digital journalist, you sort of. Spread yourself between those teams. Is that is that you're not like me where I'm Albion? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you spread yourself. So you had some free time yesterday. Yeah, I did. And what what did you decide to do with that free time? I wrote a comment piece. You wrote a comment piece. All oh, right, all oh, right. So but obviously you're a big Villa fan, so I'm assuming you wrote it on Villa. Yeah, the issue was I was I was at the Albion game over the weekend. No, oh no, so no, no that's not well, that's not the issue. You, there's no issue where you were at the weekend. It was your time to do with what you wanted to do with. And what did you, just tell people what you decided to do? I wrote a comment piece on. The guy you'll speak to later, Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore. So, but just to clarify, if you wanted to, you could have wrote a common piece about Villa. I could have. But you decided to write a comment piece about Albion. It's hard to write a comment piece on the team that's got stonked 4 0. It's hard to write a comment piece on the team you supposedly support. <laughs> not when you're not watching them every you're week. You're so. Oh, God, Luke. There we go. There we go, people. Really? In his own time, in his own time, Luke is now writing about Albion. It wasn't my own time. It, it was your own time. Was you could have wrote, wrote about Villa if you wanted to. It was work time. Um, that is where we are. That is where we are. I did player ratings as well, to be fair. Which, by the way, you completely rehashed. I didn't rehash him. You rewrote my Mateus Pereira one. I was so proud of my Mateus Pereira player rating. <laughs> Someone shared it to me on Twitter. I was like, yes, that's got the desired effect. And then I read it back and I was like, one minute, it's changed completely. I like the fact that, yeah, you wrote them and I changed your Mateus Pereira one. And someone replied to you saying, I really like that line you wrote about Pablo Hernandez and Leeds. And that was me. And they, but you didn't reply. I didn't because I was like, well, what do I say to that? <laughs> what? I didn't write that. Yeah, Joe Massey wrote it better. That's what you should have replied. Oh, you sub editor, Joe Massey. I knew, anyway, I knew. anyway, anyway, I'm really glad you wrote a comment piece on Albion yesterday. Well, you, read it first, mate. It might not be any good. Yeah. Um, uh, let's well talk. done, by the way, for using your own time to write about Albion. I'm really pleased. I mean, I'm helping you out you are. massively here. I mean, he I did, loves you, the did, did an inside track for you as well. Spoke to the spoke to the Wigan guy. <laughs> I know you're you're trooping on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really picking up the slack for you because you're just slacking. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was actually a fan of Luke Mateus, Grady Massey. 
Um, I guess some things aren't to be, are they? Uh, now we move on to a slightly longer clip. Um, here, have you ever wondered what myself and Joe Massey get up to in a working week? Uh, no, me neither. But anyway, um, for some reason, some of the listeners wanted to know about a standard working week for me and Joe. So we took uh, some time in a, in a pretty quiet episode, it has to be said. Uh, not the busiest of episodes. To, to spend, you know, 15 minutes chit-chatting about, uh, you know, all of our day-to-day tasks. And this um, is that clip, so enjoy. So we had a request, didn't we, to find out about what it's like. We're in the international break at the end of the day. Not a lot's changed from last I week. Mean, there's not a lot we can talk about today that we didn't talk about on Monday. We'll talk about Nathan Ferguson and Mateus Pereira later, because that's what everyone... Yeah, that's yeah. the real headlines, let's be honest. Not what we do week in, week out. But we've got an hour to fill. Um, so we'll talk about our it's lives. A great advert for the podcast. <laughs> we've got an hour to fill. I don't like them being us focused. Why not? But that's what people want. No, they don't. They want Albion insight is what they want. Yeah, they do. They do want that. Yeah. <laughs> they just bear through us, don't they? <laughs> Although I, just, I, I did have a couple of people tweet me saying they were chuckling along with the podcast on the train. Yeah, and I, almost, that, yeah. I I did listen to it back because I always listen to my podcast back. He's come through with a Christmas present for you as well. Am I going to have to buy like 40 Christmas presents in yeah. response here? That should, that's a great punishment, actually. If people, if you got like forty gifts and you had to buy them forty how gifts, how much do you think I'm? How much money do you think I'm made of? I don't know. You're gonna have to, well, maybe you should go knock, knocking for a raise now. You're an award winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should. Um, so yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, so what do I do? What's Monday, what? Monday, Monday. What happens? I'm gonna go Monday? through the week. So my, so the job, my job is essentially pretty much on average is to get three stories in the newspaper every single day mm-hmm. that are Albion related. So, we have always a story on the back page. It's always the back page lead on the Samwell edition. Yeah. Always the biggest... The, when you pick over the paper, the Samwell edition, the back page story, the lead one, every single day is pretty much by me on Albion. Yes. That's to say, if you're in Wolverhampton, it's by one of the Wolves reporters in, on Wolves. Um, and if you're in Walsall, it's by the Walsall reporter or on the additions of the Express and stuff. Unless there's an absolutely <clears throat> humongous story. Unless there's a massive, massive story, yeah, then that might go through all editions on the back page. But, yeah, normally it's always Albion on the back of somewhere. So that's your biggest story of the day. Put that on the back page. Inside the paper, we've got the Albion page mm-hmm. where it can basically do what I want with it. But So, for example, tomorrow, I'm plugging this Nick Davis piece a lot because the, the analysis piece did well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, so it, was really, it, be, it was a really good piece, man. Thank you, thank you. So I wanted to be along those lines. Um, so tomorrow I'm going to take out the inside page with that feature. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and interview him at two o'clock and then I'm going to write it up and then that'll be tomorrow's inside piece. So there'll only be two stories album related tomorrow. Three hours is a quick turnaround for It's a quick like turnaround. Like. And like this morning I've been writing about Stourbridge as well in the FA Cup. So yeah, yeah. it's not just album we do. I have to do, grass, I have to do other, other sports and other... But yeah, that's the, the basis of the job every single day, really, mm-hmm. is to get three, on average, three Albion stories. Which is a lot of writing. Yeah, it's like a lot. It's, it, it depends on if you've got them. Yeah, So, yeah. like, if you've, like, interviewed a player, or and say, Billich, for example, mm. and you've got a couple of Billich lines for the back and a couple of player stories, then you it's fine. You've, you're very, it's very easily manageable. Mm. Mm. But if you've got, like, nothing... And you've got to get three stories. Like an international break, for example. Well, like, yeah. So, like, today, genuinely, I came in with nothing. But now I've got two stories because I've got a line for Nathan Ferguson on the back. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. Um, and um, I've got this 
piece with the uh, fitness lead fitness guy. So <clears throat> that'll be tomorrow's paper. So I'm going on for tangent now, but just for ex- what I think a lot of people listening won't know. Yeah. Is at the Express and Star, we are newspaper first. Yeah. So that's a bit of a dying breed. Yeah. In the sense that it's the newspaper that makes all the money. So therefore, uh, my priority, which is different to you, isn't it? Very much so, yeah. My priority is to get stories for the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and fill spots in the paper. The Birmingham Mail, for example, our rivals, are completely internet first. Yeah, yeah They yeah. don't give a stuff about the paper. I think that's fair to say, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell by the way their website is set up that that's the case because it is absolute. I mean, no disrespect to the Birmingham Mail, there's some great guys there, but there are a lot of ads on that website, which is designed to bring in money. Which is designed, whereas our website has ads on it, but they're less, aren't they? <clears throat> Not that the, the listeners probably disagree massively. They're like, oh, there's ads everywhere. Yeah, there are. Too, I would say there are too many ads. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the paper pretty much makes the money, so I'm paper first. So the story, I'll tell you what my open focus story is in a minute. When we get on to Nathan Ferguson, it's not that exciting to be honest. But oh, man, meant to plug it properly. We'll put that out tomorrow morning. Even though I've written it now, mm. it's all done. It's on the page. It's ready to go. But that will go out tomorrow morning yeah. because it's in tomorrow's paper. Mm-hmm. We're paper first, um, and that's the big difference between us and the Birmingham Mail. Yeah. Even though Joe Chapman, Birmingham Mail, what a lad! What a guy! What a boy! A great guy. Love Even him. submitted a question last week. Great lad. Last week, the week before, I don't know. <clears throat> great, great, absolutely brilliant lad. Couldn't say, couldn't speak higher of him. As you said, my week is very, very, very different to yours. Mm. Um, so I'm, I, I have to get into the office for eight o'clock on most days, just yeah. to try and make sure the website is in a half decent shape for the people travelling to work. Um, I don't deal with the paper like Joe does, really. No. I mean, I'll take stories from the paper and upload them on the website. Um, but in general, my Monday is kind of focused around sorting out stuff from the weekend, which needs to go on the website. Uh, that includes stories from Albion, Wolves, Villa, Warsaw, whoever. Um, but on top of that, I have to focus on this podcast. This podcast doesn't just come about. Well, it does. It takes a good 15, 15 minutes, minutes of, I was of say, research. 15 minutes, yeah. Um, no, it's, much, it's, <clears throat> much, it's easier when you, you know, you've, you've been at the games and you've covered the club for a little while. Um, you know, it's one of them where you, you build up that knowledge. Um, but... But yeah, so like a, it's, it's a, pod, a lot of people think a podcast is a one-hour job and it's done. It's not. I kind of think that. In reality, I mean, we joke saying 15 minutes. It takes half hour, 45 minutes to actually kind of plan like how a podcast is going to go, what you're going to talk about. Um, then you record it, so what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, and then after that is another half hour, 45 minutes, maybe in an hour if, if we decide to swear. Of, um, this is an education for me because I do all genuinely wonder what you do. Of editing the podcast, yeah, putting the intro music on, putting the outro music on, writing all the description for the for the episode, setting up the package for it to go on the website. There's a lot more than goes into it, so it's more of a two and a half hour job, maybe three hours. <laughs> um, right. Sorting just this <clears throat> podcast, this very podcast that you are listening to right now. Um, you have got things a lot more cushy than me, haven't you? You say this. But you only cover one club, mate. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get on to the weekend then, and then we'll let the listeners decide. Yeah. And then the rest of my week, I do a lot of like, uh, when you go on the website, you'll see the live streams, which which are on, you know, for example, West Brom versus Sheffield Wednesday this Saturday. If you go onto the website, there will be a live stream running. That will be managed by myself. It will be created by one of us on the digital team, either myself, Nathan, or David Verman. Um, we manage that. We write a bit of copy for the paper, actually. We do the oddballs column. We do the betting column, which you see on a weekend. 
uh, that's written by us. And then, of course, there could be midweek games, which we have to provide digital coverage for. So midweekers. Oh, yeah, midweekers. So, but game days, that's probably what people are most interested in. Mm. So game days, <clears throat> from my perspective, are very... It's, it's all right midweek, but we'll talk about weekends. Weekends. It's brutal for you on a weekend, to be fair. So the weekend is as follows. So say it's a three o'clock kickoff. Gets the ground for about one, one thirty. One thirty at the absolute latest. Mm. Um, so, but it's yeah. So one thirty at the absolute latest. One o'clock really mm. is when we need to get there by. The reason why you get there for one o'clock or around that time is because at two o'clock the teams are announced. So at two o'clock, you want to tweet the teams. That's what everyone wants team news, don't they? And that's absolutely yeah. huge. So my first job on a match day is to well, send, so is to tweet the teams really. Then you're into game mode. So I have to produce a match report. It's called on the whistle in the industry. It's called on the whistle. Mm. And what you mean by that is you're supposed to submit your match report as soon as the referee blows his whistle. Yeah. It's not obviously on the whistle, but you're supposed to do it within like five, ten minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, to be honest, is is, is okay. When you're 3-0 up and it's nothing to worry about, it's all good. It's not handy uh, when you, when it's 3 all and there's a last minute. Yeah, when it's like up. a last minute rewrite, it is a bit, a bit like frantic. So what happens is I watch the game. <clears throat> While I'm watching the game, I'm tweeting about the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm also writing about a match report on the game. It's just a very much a blow-by-blow what happened mm-hmm. in the 20th minute. Mateus Pereira scored another world tricked hit. his way past two players, sent in a low cross, and Matt Phillips tucked it away. Mm. It's very, very sort of minute by minute, in depth, <clears throat> what what happened in the game. It can't really change. That's why I could go into it in more detail. But when there is a last minute winner, mm. it doesn't change what I've written really because it's, it's mainly the intro, isn't it's it? It's mainly the intro, yeah, because you go back and write your intro last. So. But obviously, what, whether it was a goal in the 89th minute or not, what happened in the 15th minute hasn't changed. Mm. So you can write it in a way <clears throat> where you can still submit it at full time. Yeah. So I'll write a match report on the game, and that will, I'll send that to you, won't I? Mm-hmm. I'll send that to you, and you'll put that on the website. Yeah. Then we go into interview mode. So what will happen is Slavin Bilic and a player will be put up for the press mm-hmm. unfortunately at Albion they are in different areas so Slavin goes up in one area and the player goes up in another so me and Joe Chapman from the Birmingham Mail we've agreed to split it because you physically can't be in two places at once mm-hmm. so he might go and interview Slavin Bilic <clears throat> I'll go and interview a player and then we'll come together and he'll tap up all the Slavin Bilic quotes and I'll tap up all the player quotes Yeah. so once we've got those quotes what we do then do is I write an immediate story with Slavin Bilic's thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. Just what he thought, pretty much just on the game. We'll have asked him multiple things, yeah. but we'll, I'll only upload instant game reaction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the other stuff I'll save, I'll squirrel away yeah. for in the week, for my two, three stories a day in mm-hmm. the week. So, <clears throat> so, then, so that will then go on the website. Yeah. Then you'll probably pester me for a video. I mean, you you love doing the videos, you do. I do love doing the videos. So you'll pe- so then I'll do a video with you. Yeah. And then, then I am done at the match. I am as in terms of at the ground. Yeah. I am done for that for that in terms of at the match. What then happens is, 
I then, for Monday's paper, have to refresh everything. Yeah. So for Monday's paper, I need to do 800 words analysis on the game, mm-hmm. player ratings, yeah. a back page lead, yeah. and which is about 400 words, and an inside lead story. Mm. When I say lead story, that means like the biggest story on the page, basically. The, yeah. the, the one that has the biggest headline, the one that, will, if you were looking at the page, would grab your attention. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and an inside lead. So after the game, yeah, so I go home, and if it's a home game, I just get cracking on yeah. all that um, on all that stuff. So that that normally takes if it's a home game that normally takes me until about or I normally finish on early Sunday morning. I work till like midnight. Yeah. Um, work till about midnight. Go to bed. Wake up. Maybe do one more story. Mm. Then I put my player ratings online, and then. Um, then we're in. Then I've. Then <clears throat> then I could just carry on with my weekend. If if it's an away game, it's obviously a lot harder. Yeah. Because you've got pr- probably four hours on average traveling, two hours to the ground, two hours back again. Yeah. Um, and then you just get tired. It's as simple as that. It's an awful lot of work. Mm. Um, and like you just can't. At if say you've been to, so you left the ground at six thirty. You've driven two hours. You get in at eight thirty. You have a bit of dinner. It's nine o'clock. You write mm. eight hundred words analysis on a game. That'll take you two hours. Yeah. It's 11 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, having driven all that way and having watched the game, written a match report, interviewed players, interviewed managers, mm-hmm. you can't do player ratings, a back page lead, and yeah. you just can't do it. Um, <clears throat> so then that rolls into the Sunday. So then like, I spend a lot of Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. or, like almost all Sunday morning, like maybe into like one o'clock Sunday afternoon working. Um, but that's for no time. So I don't get that yeah. time back. My yeah. da- I get a day off in the week for working Saturday, but I don't get a day off for doing that stuff on the Sunday. Mm. Um, it's a brutal. It's a brutal shift for you on a Saturday. I do feel for you on a Saturday. So that's why I think a lot of people. Because I think, for example, Matt Wilson left. <clears throat> he wouldn't mind me saying this. I'm absolutely sure he wouldn't mind me saying it. But he he essentially left because he's got a little girl at school mm-hmm. and a toddler who is at preschool. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, for Matt Wilson, okay, you can maybe take the hit if you're working all day Saturday. Yeah. But when you're very often working Saturday and a fair bit of Sunday as well, when you've got kids who you won't see in the week because they're at school or preschool, it's very, very um, hard to juggle that. So I think, because I would look at it, I mean, before I did the job, I'd look at it and be like, why would anyone... I mean, I cover West Bromwich Albion for a living. That's, that is the best job in the world. Like, yeah. isn't it? I get to watch West Bromwich... I get paid to watch West Bromwich Albion. I mean, come on. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Mm. Um, so I can imagine people looking in and be like, why would anyone leave that job? Like, why would anyone, yeah. anyone leave? Um, but that's the reality. Eventually, <clears throat> that's why people do leave being sports report. Doing this, what I call, like, beat reporting. Yeah. Following one club religiously every single week, every single game. That's why people have to leave, and that's why Wilson had to leave. Mm. And he wouldn't mind me saying that, it's, it's the truth. How many hours <clears> do you say you put in a week? Because let's say the average working week is what, 40, 45 hours? Yeah. Yeah, so I do, obviously, I do way more than that. So you do eight hours, typically, you do eight hours five days a week, but you'll do eight hours, say, I mean, this is very conservative, saying you actually worked nine till five. Yeah. Monday through Thursday. Had Friday off. I know you don't normally have Fridays off. Yeah. And then Saturday. <clears throat> and you're talking like 12, 14 hours, aren't you? 
of work? It's more than 12 hours. It's definitely, definitely more than 12. It's about 12 hours for a home game, I think. Mm. I think it's, then you add in the travel and get up to like 16 hours, which is two days um, for an away game. The away games are the kicker. So you're talking like 60 hour weeks? Yeah, probably, yeah. Mm. Other things to add in that people might be interested in, for example, is Billet, I see Billich on a Friday. Um, so press conference, press conference on a Friday um, and that's where we get to ask him questions and then we see him again on Saturday mm-hmm. so we don't get to see him that often I think people think we get to see them a lot more often than we do I think some people think you've just got his number in the blower and you can just give him a bell whenever it's yeah. not the case is it like 20 years ago I think that used to be the case 30 years ago it can still be the case <clears> in like lower league level I mean if, yeah. you know you can if you're league 2 or if you're non-league you know, you can have the managers or some maybe some players' numbers in your phone, but when you're getting up to League One Championship, Premier League, there's not a chance in hell no chance, that yeah. is happening. I always had the Walsall manager's number, mm. but I was only able to ring them like or get in contact. I was only really it was only if it was an absolute like emergency. Yeah, and there was a few of them, um, but yeah. So yeah, we see Bilic Friday and Saturday. Mm. That's all. That's my week. That's my games, and my, I love it. I don't. I feel like I'm moaning a lot. It's just. I just want. I'm not trying to get. I just think it's important to get across what it actually involves, rather than my Saturday. Am I moaning? Do you think I'm? Moaning? No, you're not moaning. My Saturday is going to sound an absolute mockery compared to yours. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> very similar. If it's home away, I'll make sure I'm at the ground for one thirty. It's very rare that I'm there after that time. Um, if I am then something's normally gone wrong um, but yeah so get to the ground um, I have to kind of manage numerous live streams so all the games that are on myself and the digital team have to kind of focus on making sure all of them are running even if you're not at the game so yeah. although I'll be at the Hawthorns I could well be managing a live stream that runs for Wolves it could be for Walsall could even be for Shrewsbury Town um, I have to manage that but then when team news comes around, I don't have to do all the tweeting that you do, but I'll maybe I'll maybe tweet about it. I'll do a little pre-match kind of quiz. I'll ask who think who you think is going to win or something like that. A little poll on Twitter. Um, the game will come around. I'll, I'll have to manage all the games, all the live scores as they come in, uh, update things on the on the website as they come in, as goals go, as goals are scored and such. And then it's really at full time when my kind of working day really gets into like full like fifth gear shall we say I have to run out at like 85 minutes yeah it's different at the Hawthorns because I can get down to the fans pretty quickly but if I'm an away game for example Middlesbrough oh fans are yeah. right on the other side of the ground we, you're really high up so I have to leave like 82 <coughs> minutes which, Judah left really early for Hull as well mm, so I have to run down with a camera this is when you'll see me like running around the ground trying to speak to people asking asking for them to give their thoughts on a game in, on camera for the Express and Star um, speak to them do it as quick as I can the real nightmare is if like West Brom are playing Villa then you have to get both sets of fans so you have to run to the away fans get them before they go and run to the home fans that's a real nightmare for you it was a killer playoff semis last year mm, just not knowing whether two, you're happy or sad or... You've, you've got two sets of fans one set delirious one absolutely gutted and you torn you could feel where they're both their pain exactly 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 um so then I have to run back to the the media the media room. Uh, by then, all the reporters will have sent their match reports in, so I have to upload them onto the website. 
include match galleries with them then pictures just don't appear on their own like I have to like sort all them out um, then I have to edit the video upload the video trying to do it within an hour that's when people are really kind of searching they want as much as they can about the game then uh, your reaction will come in from the manager and long, along with every other clubs I have to make sure that's on the website and then we do our two shot which is an absolute pleasure there you go we'll be seeing when you're on your beautiful baggy shirt I mean I don't know whether you'll see it <laughs> what? I'll be wearing it. That's got to be on full show, mate. Mm, that was not. You got to kiss the badge made. as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So that's it, isn't it? Is that's that our it. week? I don't so, know yeah. how interesting that was for people, really. But that is, um, that's what we do. Here at the Baggies Broadcast, we do love a bit of gift giving, don't we? Just after Christmas, Joe went all out with his festive gift for myself uh, and here's that special episode for you featuring one absolutely top-notch tasty as anything gift and one absolute shocker seeing as though we've brought up the preston pie we've got i've got two christmas presents for you here one you're probably going to guess pretty obvious which one what it is based on the size and shape of it. The other one is a special, special little tree. But I think we'll do them now. Oh, mate. You get, I've lovingly wrapped them. Wrapped them in what looks like an old copy of the Express and I've Star. literally just covered them in newspaper. And it, that newspaper is so old that Matt Wilson is the album reporter, isn't it? Oh, God. Um, so it would probably best if you open them quickly. But I wanted to get you some presents. Do you want me so to open this one first? Open that one first, and then we'll say, we'll then do this one afterwards. But this is just a little gift, really. You open that one, and this one here is... Oh my god, the next one is just an item of beauty. The, the next one... Uh, well, open that one first. I can smell it. You can smell it. Little story about that one, actually. Oh we will, god. Listeners, we will get on to football and transfers at some stage, I promise you. That is How really what is I this? want to talk about. <laughs> you, one minute, used by the 15th of January, okay. Yeah, so you've only got a couple of days to eat it. A large turkey ham and leek pie. Because <laughs> ham and leek was your pie at Preston, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was the one that you love so much. This one's got turkey in it. Festive. See what I did there? Festive, I like it. It's not quite true, but that was my wife's idea to say it was festive. That was good banter from her. Um, you've got a turkey, ham and leek pie. Because I would love to find you a pie that you enjoyed as much as that one you had in Preston. I really appreciate this, mate. Do you appreciate it? I, uh, you know what I really appreciate? The second line I hear. Minimum meat content, 22%. Well, that's good because your pie in Preston wasn't didn't have any turkey in, did it? No, no, no. So it's just, no, got, it just got a touch of turkey just to bring out those extra. <laughs> What's the other seventy eight percent? That's my question. Let me just tell you something about that pie, right? Go on. Bought that yesterday. Bear in mind, I've got a two and a half year old daughter yeah. and a baby who is one month old, four weeks old today. Yeah. Me and my wife drove all the way to Iron Bridge to a pie shop to you get tr- you a ham and leek pie, right? Iron Bridge. Yeah. When we got there, there wasn't any. No. So I drove to. So there's another pie shop in Bridge North. We, I rung the pie shop in Bridge North. Get this, right? Yeah. Get this. Rung the pie shop in Bridge North. I said, Do you sell ham and leek pies? Yeah. They were like, We sell turkey ham and leek pies. I was like, Perfect. I said, Give me. He said, Oh, we've got three. And I said, Oh, great. Give me half an hour. I'll be there. I'll come and get it. Yeah. Got in the car from Ironbridge because we were in Ironbridge looking for your pie with a two and a half month, two and a half year old with Fair a baby. Play. Fair play. Drove to Bridge North. Got there, the bloke had put that one behind the till for me because 
in that half an hour from which I'd rung, someone had turned up and bought two of the three turkey, leek and ham pies. No way. How mental is that? Mate, how far is that drive? It's only about 20 minutes. Still, I mean, that's commitment. But I want to get you the pie. Oh, cheers, mate. I want to get you the uh, pie. You know what? I'm going to enjoy that even more, knowing that yeah, you went through that effort. There's genuine effort went into it. What does this say on it? Reheat in oven at 180 for 30 minutes until hot. Oh. Keep refrigerated, though. Keep... So we'll get it in the fridge in a bit. Yeah, we'll get it in the fridge. We'll get it in the fridge in a bit. Right, next present. We will get on to the football, promise everyone. We will get on to the football. We will talk football. Um, this present is like just the perfect present for you. It's like it, Luke Hatfield in present form. And if Luke Hatfield, not as a person, as, as an object, that's, what, that's the word we're looking for. It's Luke Hatfield as an object. This I, don't present know, I, I don't know what to make of this. Oh, no. Can I just say, this was sent in by... A listener who he has donated it on behalf of the listeners. We're not going to even going to say who it was. He doesn't even want it. He doesn't even want the credit for it. Anonymity. He wants to say that it is on behalf of the listeners. He doesn't want me to hunt because him down. He, That's why. <laughs> he believes this is the gift from the listeners because this is what the listeners want you to have. I've got a feeling that I can't. I've just had a sense of what this could be. Come on, what is that? Is it going to be like a t-shirt with my face on it? No, it's not a t-shirt. It's better than a t-shirt. It's, it's a ten times better than a t-shirt with your face on it. Oh, here we and go. And afterwards, we need to have a picture of you holding this with, while holding your pie. But to be honest, I'm not bothered about the pie. you just got to be holding this. You drove 40 minutes to that yeah, pie no, this, round is, trip. this is the present. Okay. Good, good story on here, by the good way. Good story for the wrapping. Who wrote that? Tom, Thomas Parks. I Thomas Parks. Thomas Parks. Good, good news lad. reporter. Good lad he is. Oh, God, what is this? Oh, it's a scarf. It's a scarf, but it's a very special scarf. Oh, no. Oh. One minute. (laughs) Oh, no. A half and half Albion West Brom scarf. A half and half Villa Albion scarf. I genuinely cannot be caught wearing this. You... It is you in a in a in an object. It is Ima- you in a present. Imagine if you wore this at the playoff semi final last year. <laughs> Do you know that that scarf was expensive and tailor made for you by the listeners? No way. And do you know what? Like, just let me have it a sec. Go on. When people see this, you see a scarf. But what I see is like your journey <laughs> from the Express and Star. Like you started like here, didn't you? As a, when you joined, you were like a hardcore Villa fan. Remain a hardcore villain. And then so. you've sort of moved along and gradually, 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 gradually just merged into an Albion support. I put you about here now. Midway. 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 Mid- midway the on Albion the Albion side. You've still got a bit to go, but you've, you've like crossed the point of no return. You are a baggy. Oh, mate. Come you on. You are a baggy. So this is yours. I disagree with the sentiment, but I appreciate the gift. Isn't it lovely? It looks warm. It looks toasty. Um, and you've got to wear it every game for the rest of the season. That won't be happening. Oh, just in the cold, not in the summer. It's just, I'm, just, well, I'm not going to wear that at a game. <laughs> How pleased are you with that? It's, Sent in by the listeners for you. It's a very well thought out gift. It's a cracking gift. They're right not to inform me of who they are. <laughs> um, some brilliant gifts, Joe. I appreciate it. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Now, uh, working in football does come with its risks, especially when you're filming regular videos on scene. Here, we look back at one post-match video which featured a surprise guest. Uh, As filming videos go, it doesn't get a whole lot 
weirder than someone uh, kicking you out mid-video because they're no longer getting paid. Um, here's us talking about it on the pod, followed uh, by the clip itself. I felt like and I little, saying, we, had, we had we had three people on the video, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I was just going to say about that. I mean, we were doing our video, we were doing our post-match video, uh, and it wouldn't be a post-match video if there wasn't something strange crop up. Um, she was lovely though, wasn't she? she was you nice. to, if you haven't seen it, then you won't know what we're talking about. But. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, um, we were filming and we, we decided not to film it outdoors. It was cold in Charlton. We we were in a... It's a very weird setup at Charlton, by the way. I mean, you're basically in a crash. You're in a classroom, aren't you? You're in a classroom. There was some weird... I mean, there was ping pong tables upstairs. There was, there was like um, a wrestling dummy outside the workroom. Did you see oh, that? I didn't see that. It was like something like you'd practice your boxing on. They had massive beanbag chairs, which I, I, I joke we should do the post-match video from. But in the end, we settled for the... The, uh, the the press conference room. And ordinarily, when someone walks by you doing a post-match video, it happened at St. Andrews when we were doing the infamous West Brom shirt video. Yeah. People walk by beautiful. and they quickly realise, oh, they're doing something to camera, I've got to be really quiet. Yeah. Not this chart and stuff member. Not this lady. She wanted to get us out and she also wanted to make it abundantly clear she wasn't being paid any longer. <laughs> she was hilarious. She was absolutely hilarious. I think because we've been there two weeks in a row, well, I've been there two weeks in a row, she perhaps got a little bit over-familiar. Mm. She got a bit too friendly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there we go. It's all good, isn't it? It's all good. My favourite line was, I only get paid till quarter two. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, that is. Get out. I wish we should have got her on camera. We should have got her on camera. should have got her on camera. I thought overall Mm. the first half they were quite destroyed. Charlton gave it a really good go today. It was was an entertaining game of football. Just tell the two shutdowns there's union, so... Would you like to, like, leave me as soon as possible? Because even the control will be shut down. So. We're being kicked out. We're being kicked out. <laughs> we'll, we'll be as quick to as we fair, can. We only get paid a quarter tea. <laughs> and they'll be shutting down. You know, control's there. Nobody's. So they switch on the road and said, oh, is your place empty? I said, all right, just, just have a look. So I'll just let you know because we're being told to okay, shut no down worry. again. Okay, We'll be five minutes. Is that all right? That's all right. So, yeah. You might just get a again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're being kicked out. We've got five minutes to finish the video. <laughs> Joe. Um, okay. Um, yeah, defending wasn't great. So here at the Baggies Broadcast, we like to do our bit for charity. Uh, now, despite me being a Villa fan, born and raised, uh, I took a bullet by donning an Albion shirt before raffling it off. Did feature in a video as well, too. Um, this clip details that plan, the way it was put together, although I did manage to get the last laugh, uh, as you'll see uh, in the video, should you choose to look it up. I tell you what, he's he's proved me wrong a number of times, but this is probably the worst of them all. He's managed to raise enough money that is apparently going to put me in an Albion shirt. Joe, you haven't had that smile off your face for the past... 24, 48 hours. You, um, and you're going to look beautiful, in it? I'm not going to wear it. I'm well, not you are going to wear it, so stop, don't even start with that now. You cannot be the man who costs charity hundreds of pounds, because that is what we're going to raise. We're going to raise hundreds of pounds, I'm absolutely sure of it. So don't give it that, I'm not going to wear it. Look, what we need to tell the listeners is, I mean, we shouldn't be political, really, on this podcast, but you have spent the day with Boris Johnson... Spending a day with Boris Johnson is a. a I'm trying a to cleanse your soul now. I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to influence voters, but I'm trying to cleanse your soul. So the baggies shirt is just another good step in that direction, isn't it? Um, you're going to wear this shirt. You're going to look absolutely beautiful. We're going to raise loads of money for charity. 
you're going to be happy, I'm going to be happy, you're going to get a warm, fuzzy feeling inside, and life is going to be good. You need it, mate. You need it. And how good is it? How good have we done? How good have we done? I mean... One podcast. No, no, no. The 65 quid has come from you and Nathan Judah. It has, but I'm absolutely sure we would have got there anyway. It's only because Nathan's come in and blown everyone out of the water. I think we would have done it anyway. But yeah, I mean, the absolute, I mean, I think we should tell people the story, actually, what actually happened on Saturday. Oh, here we... Um, so we got to the ground. Obviously, I was speaking to Albion saying we've got, got this... Um, got this little GoFundMe on, on the go to get Luke Hatfield um, a signed shirt. Oh, a shirt, sorry, a shirt. I should say a shirt. So I'll be on my line. I, I mean, the plan was to raise the money and I was going to go to the club shop and buy it and then go from there. So I got there and Albion were like, no, 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 don't be ridiculous. You don't, you don't have to buy the shirt. You don't have to buy the shirt if you're, gonna, if you got, if you're raising this money for charity. So they said they were going to give us the shirt, first and foremost, which was obviously absolutely fantastic. We're very, very grateful for that. Um, and Joe is very, very grateful. Well, I think we're all very, very grateful, my friend. I'm not, I'm, I'm not one bit grateful. You've got to drop this act, mate. You've got to drop it's this act. Not. I mean, honestly, if you could see him, he's overjoyed. He's absolutely buzzing. He's I loving life. He's got a spring in his step around the office. Luke Hatfield is a happy boy. These um, are all lies. This is absolute just fallacy you're coming up with. So just before we carry on, you're a big basketball player, aren't you? Yeah. Who do you play for? Play for two teams. <laughs> well, the names, Luke. Arden Griffin's basketball club. Had, yeah, and who's the, who's the other one? Can't remember. Go on, just tell people who you play for. Okay. I play for West Brom Basketball he Club. He plays for West Brom Basketball Club. I didn't know that till last week. Let me clarify. Listen to this. He's absolutely desperate to be a baggy. Absolutely desperate to be a baggy. Anyway, just moving on. You don't need to clarify. No, no, I Move, need to clarify. No, need, no, 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 Joe, Joe, Joe. I need to clarify. You play for West Brom Basketball. Clarify. There, there is a West Bromwich Albion Basketball Club. I don't play for them. You play for West Bromwich Basketball Club. Just West Brom Basketball Club. You just club. want to be part of it, don't it's you? Not affiliated. You just want to be there. You just so love it. It's but I'm pleased for you. I'm pleased for you. So anyway, we got to the ground. Yeah, the Albion said they would donate the club, the, the shirt. And then, but then they said, then they put in a little caveat. Albion did this. We have to point this out. Albion did this. And they said that they will donate the shirt, but they want you to wear it for a post-match video or a pre-match video. I'm having words with the team at Albion. So that wasn't even, that genuinely wasn't even my idea. Um, so now... You didn't say no. Of course I didn't say no. <laughs> I didn't say no for you. What? So now we're gonna have we're gonna have a so now we're gonna get, we're gonna get a shirt we're gonna get it signed it's gonna be signed by all the players and Luke Hatfield is gonna wear it no I'm not in a issue yes, in a post match or pre match video hopefully both that's the plan both yeah both and then what we're gonna do is we're then gonna auction that shirt for the Albion Foundation so I mean it's coming up to Christmas let's be honest we all think Albion are gonna go up. Well, we hope that we really we can't really say that, but we are very, very we're very, very excited. Um, so, what a shirt to have! What a shirt to have! You're gonna have, you could this is people can own a shirt that's not only be worn by Luke Hatfield. I mean, as if that isn't amazing enough. No one wants that. Come on! It's gonna be signed by Mateus Pereira. It's gonna be signed by Grady Diangana. It's gonna be signed by Romain Sawyer's, Jake Livermore, Sam Johnston. What 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 a, what a, like it's gonna it's brilliant. You brilliant. didn't mention Hal Robson Khan. Hal Robson Khan, my main man, my main man. I forgot my main man. Um, I mean, it's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So we're gonna. I'm sure it's gonna go for a couple of hundred quid. I reckon it will. Um, I'll hold the shirt. That's the best you get. You're wearing the shirt. Can you imagine if I wore this shirt, mate? Come on. 
You've got to wear the shirt, Luke. It's a condition of the. It's the condition of that of us of, of giving the shirt. Well, the condition is not going to be met. It's not going to be met, man. What? So you're going to cost charity hundreds of pounds? I will donate the money to charity myself. You'll wear the shirt. You'll have a big smile on your face. You'll feel warm inside, and we're going to. We'll have done a very good thing. Us and our listeners will have done a very good thing. No, they won't have. <laughs> they, they won't have. They won't have. I'm not. Anyway, thank you, everyone who's contributed. Yeah, we thanks, love it. thanks, guys. Thanks. Look at how happy he is. I'm not happy. You are happy. I've been moping around the office. And to clarify, I haven't been hanging out with Boris Johnson. <laughs> just to clarify this, because it come across as Luke's just been hanging out with Boris Johnson. Um, I was made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, as part of my job, our current video journalist is off at the moment. Boris Johnson happened to be in Wolverhampton. They needed someone to film him going into Wolverhampton and attending a service and coming to the office and I was the uh, I was the poor chap made to do it you are but, but we won't get political we won't get political we won't get political um, but my, my thoughts on my thoughts on him mm. good result for your West Bromwich basketball team at the weekend how'd yeah you get, how'd you get on yeah we won you won we yeah, won. yeah oh. we won yesterday double yeah. victory football and basketball fantastic I mean I wasn't there for the football still you must have been delighted I mean, I was happy. <laughs> Hello, I'm Luke Hatfield. I'm joined by Joe Massey. We're here at St Andrews. As you can see, I am wearing a West Brom shirt. And Joe Massey, you are delighted about that. Fact. I'm so happy. It's December the 14th. <clears throat> December the 14th at St Andrews is a day of beauty. It has been, it's beauty. Three things of beauty I've seen today. <clears throat> One, Slavin Bonich's substitutions. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. Two, Charlie Austin's finishes. Absolutely beautiful. And you, so look. To live. Come on, <sighs> Charlie bloody <clears throat> Stick from Blues fans, absolutely beautiful. But not as beautiful as you in that Albion shirt. You look absolutely magnificent. And what I love is you've twinned it with a blue and, a blue and white hat. Your choice, your choice. <clears throat> it is cold, sir. It is very cold. So you've got a water baggies hat to go with your baggy shirt. It's not baggy's hat, it's blue and white hat. <laughs> now. Food is a big deal in the, in the Baggies broadcast, whether Joe likes it or not. But I tell you what, a serious crime was committed earlier this season uh, when a certain loyalty card that I happen to own was hacked. Can you believe that? Hacked? Uh, here is that completely non-football related clip for your ears once again. Yeah. I've got a whole story about food this week. All right, okay. Right. You know when your wallet, right? You look in your wallet and you look at the cards you've got. What do you think is the most important to you? Card in your wallet? Yeah. You're obviously a debit card. Yeah, right. So yeah. that's the one most at risk of being hacked, right? Right. Wrong. Guess what was hacked this week? Mike from my own wallet. Hacked? Hacked. Someone hacked this, this account. Um, it's, not like, it's not the account you used to buy me a hat, was it? No. Go on. <laughs> my bloody Nando's card? <laughs> Someone hacked my Nando's account? Have you got, have you got former staff privileges? No, I have no staff privileges anymore. Not unless I rock up to a store which they happen to know me from. Right. And then I might get a 10% discount if I'm lucky. But I was, I visited my, my regular Nando's, as you do. I was like, I've got a red reward on my card. I'm going in today. You've got going a what in, on your card? A red reward. Now, you won't know what this is, but no. red reward is a whole chicken for free. Oh, right, okay. Don't have to spend any money. You just get a whole chicken. Yeah, but you want, you want, you're, you'd want sides, wouldn't you? Well, a whole chicken's a lot of chicken, Joe. You can just sit there and eat a whole chicken. I've done it before. <laughs> I've been known to do it. Anyway, I rock up to my Nando's, uh, my local Nando's. I, I go in with my lottery card thinking, yep, yeah, here we go. Swipes it. 
Oh, there's no red reward on here, mate. I checked my app. It had been claimed in Kilburn, London. No way. Honest to God, I emailed Nando's. Someone hacked my account. How were they... Do- That's mental. I, I don't know how they did it. What did they do in the Nando's? Well, I mean... They didn't they, believe you, did they? At, at first, they were like... I mean, you're lying a, to yourself has, about being a Baggies fan, so I mean, now they're going to believe you about this. Oh, shut up, you. I, I played that I played that <laughs> clip to my missus. She, she, she found it hilarious, by the way. Um, and anyway, yeah, they said, well, someone had access to your card. I was like, I don't think so. Someone had, must have hacked my account, copied the card number and, p- and put it on a fresh card and claimed my red reward. I was fuming. <laughs> Do Should they come be- through for you or not? Nando's have come through for me. Have they? Yeah, I had, I had an update yesterday. Right. Because I was planning on doing this podcast earlier in the week, and I was going to give an update next week. They've, they've, they've come back, they've said, right, we're sending <laughs> you a new card. you were going to give an update. We, it's that important to me. Right. Um, they said, we're sending you out a new card. What rewards are on there? We'll give them you back. What a nice guy. Rochelle. Rochelle at Nando's. Did you tell the truth? What? Or did you like add an add reward? No, no, a hundred percent. I was just like, no, this is the only one I know of my red reward. And she was like, no, you're getting a red reward and orange reward. How what, nice what, is that? What's an orange reward? A uh, half chicken. Oh. <laughs> half chicken, mate. So um, you can take your missus. She can have a half chicken. You can have a full chicken. Oh, I don't know. I don't really share my rewards, mate. Do you not? No. No, no. I accrue them myself. No. I earn them myself. God so I don't give her half my pay packet, do I? Christ. You won't even give your missus half a chicken that you've got for free. No, she doesn't really. What a boyfriend you are! I know, I'm just the greatest guy ever. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about thieves, it seems that one member of the Baggies broadcast isn't above robbery, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's none other than Mr. Joe Massey. This season, he admitted to a terrible, terrible crime, Uh, and you're about to hear his confession. Did you have any trick-or-treaters last night? I did, yeah. Did you? Yeah. How, how did you handle them? Badly. Oh, oh. badly, mate. My wife said she was going to go and get some sweets. Yeah. Didn't get them, did she? Oh, oh mate, this no, is an no, awful no. story, but I'm going to tell it for a oh, well, go on. There's a little bit I'm going to leave out, because sometimes my wife listens and she'd kill me if I said it. But we, um, they knocked on the door, and we didn't have any sweets. I was like, have you gone out and bought any sweets? And my wife was like, no. Um, and I was like... That's all, that's awful. Yeah, we need to give them something. And we live in. A, I don't have any money on me anymore. Like we've. Oh yeah, like, you, you, you know, unless I got a card reader, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which trick or treat hasn't progressed to that level yet. Not quite. So anyone basically, do you know who has got money? Do you know? Do you know what demographic of society genuinely has a lot of change? I'm imagining the older generation and the younger generation, as in my little girl who's two because she has piggy banks. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you smashed open the piggy bank to help some bloody. We didn't smash it open because it had, it had a little. Luckily, luckily it's got a cork in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've robbed your own daughter. Yeah, of a lot of money because. Basically, she gets given pound coins by like her auntie and then. So I was giving these trick or treaters who were knocking on the door pound coins. Um, How many did you see? I don't want to know. I don't want to think oh, about it. I should have swung round. Um, well, funnily enough, mate, once one knocked on the door, it's, it's steadily started <laughs> to pick up. Word spreads. <laughs> Word got out. So. Word spreads around Telford quickly. Um, yeah. Halloween cost my little girl a fortune. I hope you're going to refund her. Uh, you're going to reimburse her. She costs me enough money. She's got everything she needs. She'll be fine. Oh my God. Robbing a child, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. The a Albion toddler. podcast. A toddler. The Albion yeah. podcast has resorted to this. Deary me. Not proud. 
Do you have any fruit? No grapes or anything you could have given them? We used to do a food shop. Mrs. was doing it today. Oh, man. We had a bit of fruit. We had, like, got loads of packs of raisins, but I was like, because my little girl likes raisins, yeah, but I was yeah. like, you can't give them raisins. I'm not going to lie, she'd probably be more annoyed about you giving away raisins, <laughs> to be honest, than the count coins she doesn't know about. To be Just, fair, if I got raisins as a trick or treater, I'd probably still do the trick. Yeah, you still get an egg, didn't you? <laughs> Let's be honest, you have some, you hand out raisins. Yeah. Uh, you're in all sorts of trouble. See, I told you the banner section would remain. Yeah, I knew I'd uh, get it in. Lastly, if there's one football team we don't enjoy talking about on the Vegas broadcast, it's Wolves, let's be honest. Um, but for Joe, it seems to be a much, much more than a standard disliking to the team. Here is our very last clip of this episode, which I'm sure you'll all agree with. I don't want to go into my Wolves hatred because I think people will just think it's an easy win. No, um, no, no, go into like, it. Mate. I hate them, mate. I hate them. I think they're absolute. I call them the great unwashed. Um, I just cannot, cannot stand them. So, um, so Joe Massey will never be Wolves reporter at the I'll never be, Well, funny you should say that, actually, because Wolves reporter job came up, didn't it? And I did not apply for it. I did not apply for it. But then the Albion job came up. And I was straight in for it. All over the album, um, weren't you? But I want my Wolves hatred to come out over time because I do think people will just think it's like a easy win. But believe me, I hate them. I absolutely hate them, and I could talk about it all day. They were annoying. I can just I can't, I can't stop already. I cannot stop. I, I came in this morning. They're all gloating just because they managed to win a game that stopped them going bottom of the league. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. god, they do my head in. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I wasn't there for choice, mate. It's worth clarifying that. I don't pick the games I go no. to. And if you did, you wouldn't go there, would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going to Wolves. Uh... Right, ladies and gents, that just about does it uh, for our very special best of episode. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to that, as I do hope that you've enjoyed listening throughout the season. What a season it's been for Albion. Uh, I know for myself and Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure producing these podcasts for you as ever. Um, you know, if you've enjoyed them, please feel free to go onto iTunes, go onto Spotify, go onto whoever you happen to listen to this podcast from. And give us a like, give us a rating, give us a review. They honestly help us so, so, so much. Uh, we appreciate all the questions this season that people have submitted. There have been so, so many of them. Uh, we've we've always struggled to squeeze them in, and we've always loved receiving all the great comments from every single person who listens to this podcast it really does make our day uh, knowing that people listen somehow find uh, the ramblings of myself and Joe entertaining uh, and funny at the same time we really have appreciated you tuning in this year we're going to take a bit of a break now uh, from the Baggies broadcast it's just going to be a couple of weeks uh, just so we can reset obviously a lot of the players a lot of staff away at the moment but the next season's upon us you know in in weeks isn't it so um it's been an absolute delight producing this producing this podcast um, over this you know promotion campaign. Uh, here's hoping Albion can tackle the the Premier League with the style and the vigor that they've shown throughout this Championship season. Uh, but from myself and from Joe, just for a couple of weeks, uh, enjoy uh, the summer, enjoy the little bit of a break, uh, and we will be speaking to you as a Premier League uh, podcast in a couple of weeks' time. 